0: The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash SportsMed to learn more.
1: What's going on, folks? And welcome back to another exciting week of our PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nebby Assis, here with my co-host, Brian Linder, our sports reporter here at Live. Brian, what's going on, buddy? How you doing this week, man?
2: Nebby, I'm running about 15 minutes behind. You want to know why?
1: <laughs> well, why is that, Brian?
2: You know why, Nebby. <laughs> I
1: apologize, man. Technical difficulties. Well, I tried see, updating my phone, look, and it just... Look, man.
2: Monday Night Football <laughs> is about to start. Uh, Nine o'clock. They don't sell Powerball online anymore, and I'm trying to win 1.9 billion dollars. But the PA lottery app is a disaster and is straight trash. And the only way I'm going to change that is if they build a new app or sponsor this uh, this podcast along with UPMC. Uh, so I don't know if I'm gonna get my Powerball ticket. I don't know if I'm gonna get to see Monday Night Football. But you know, hey, whatever. Well, Just come I... on the podcast when you want to, Nabby. Just come on. You know, we're on your time here.
1: Nah, that's that's never the case. Hey, man. If I hit on this lottery, I I'll give you more to have. How about that? I'll make up for it.
2: Well, now see, now you're in trouble because you locked in. i <laughs> like illegally buying the contract.
1: <laughs> hey, man. Nonetheless, Brian, we 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 got two really, really cool, awesome guests here with us. And we have two Shippensburg Greyhounds who actually got a really big 32-14 to 14 win against Cedar Clift, who knocked them out of the playoffs last year. So, Brian, you want to go ahead and do the pleasure of introducing who our guests are this week?
2: Yeah, we got Shippensburg quarterback Tucker Chamberlain and wide receiver Irby Weller, probably one of our better one-two um, pass catch combos in the mid I already told them before you before you hopped on here, Nebby, you know, uh, they messed me up. I'm trying to win the office pick them and uh, that we do every weekend on and and I figured Cedar Cliff had them fi- figured out last week, finally. We're going to get them in, in round two. And and they went out there and, and beat up Cedar Cliff pretty good. So, fellas, despite all that, got you on the podcast. How you guys doing? How you guys feeling? You guys got a big one this week. Uh, Solanco is coming up. We try to keep it evergreen. Maybe maybe not, you know, talk about specific weeks. But you guys got Solanco coming up. They're 10-0. How you guys feeling, man?
3: Oh, we're feeling great. Uh, really ready for this game. Uh Starting practice this week. Starting today, uh, we're we're going at it,
2: guys. That's Tucker Chamberlain. Just just to let you know who's talking and, yeah. and, and whatnot. That's Tucker. Tucker. This is a tough team you guys are playing. Like I said, they run a little bit of a different style offense. They're kind of a uh, uh gonna gonna run it right at you guys and and uh, with a power offense. What are you guys seeing from this team on film? What are you expecting from these guys?
3: Uh, we're definitely expecting a uh, offensive game. It's gonna be a shootout. Uh, Our defense is—they're hitting the film. Uh, They're getting ready for their pretty—I mean—they're pretty uh, structured offense. Really, really, uh, really—they execute every single play. Uh, On the offensive side of the ball, we're looking for their weaknesses. Uh, We know we're gonna have a good run game. We're gonna have a good passing game. We're gonna—we're gonna mix it up a lot.
1: Speaking of a good run game and a good pass game, um, you scored your first rushing touchdown. Perhaps your career after we spoke on Friday night. I mean, what's that feeling got to be like for you?
3: Uh, it was my first rushing, town, r- rushing touchdown this year. I had a couple last okay. year.
1: I, th- I think like
3: six maybe last year. But, yeah, this year.
2: That man beat Hershey right at the uh, yeah uh, it, first a, the game. last second run. And then I called him and got him on the phone at like 1 a.m. and spelled his last name. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Nah, I just saw how overly excited you were after we spoke on Friday night, man. Uh-huh. I mean, you guys you guys have a very solid uh, run game, but you have a very solid receiving game. We're going to get to Irby Weller here, too, in a second. But, I mean, talk to us about Trey Cater and um, your other teammate, Amari Kerr, who were both dominant forces in the win against Cedar Cliff. Trey had, you know, over 1,000 rushing yards on the season against Cedar Cliff. Um, he had over 100 rushing yards and receiving yards in that game. And then Amari Kerr had over 100 rushing yards, too. So, I mean... Talk to us about your solid solid backs and how you anticipate utilizing them in the game against Solanco. Yeah, I mean, they bring the intensity every
3: game, every practice. Uh, they're always going hard. They're always wanting to do stuff, uh, wanting to get involved in the passing game. We've really worked on that, really developed that this year. Uh, last year they weren't really involved as much um, as they could have been, but this year we've definitely developed um, good connections out of the backfield or out of slot, whatever we can do to get them getting yards and getting touchdowns.
1: I'll tell you Here's what, Brian. What about,
2: Nebby. Nebby. When they do throw the, the ball, I mean, this guy, Irby Weller, had like, he was averaging like, he yeah, one game this year where he averaged like, I don't know, 47 yards of reception. It was something insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Irby, man, I think you're one of the uh, more underrated receivers in Central PA. Maybe PA. How do you feel about that?
0: Yeah, I mean, started off the season really well, and then lately they've just been double or triple teaming me, so I mean, whenever they do that, you you got uh, other wide receivers open, and we've really incorporated that into our offense and thrown to other people other than just me, and it's really helped us progress, as you can see, in our season. You're also excellent at uh, managing the feedback.
2: You did a good job, man. Irby had some of the, the most impressive feedback we've ever had on a podcast, but You you fixed it, my man. Congratulations.
1: Hey, Irby and Tucker, like we talk about on this podcast, man, um, you guys have one of the most solid one-two punches in the mid-pen conference, right? We talk about uh, the Marcus Quakers and Ian Goodlings here in the mid-pen and how they connect. Um, When did you guys sort of develop that connection? And um, have you guys played with each other prior to high school? Yeah, so uh, we played in midgets, uh, our youth football
3: league, actually against each other. In middle school we we played together. We quarterback receiver. Uh being cousins, we we grown up throwing to each other all the time.
1: Oh, so y'all are family. Yeah, we're family. So I could imagine you guys had a lot of fun uh Thanksgiving dinner games, huh? Yes. That that was like <laughs> a tradition. Brian, we both learned something new here. I did not know you guys were cousins.
2: You know, uh Tucker too, nevy is a pretty darn good and Erby is too a thing, right? Pretty darn good baseball player. Tucker, you uh you committed to Millersville, right?
3: Yes, yes, I did.
2: You know, is it going to be tough, man? Uh, you know, walking away from from um, football after all of this.
3: Yeah, I've I've been thinking about it the past few weeks. It's really tearing me up. Uh, before our game uh, Friday against Cedar Cliff, kind of got a little bit emotional before the game. Uh, I think all of us seniors this year, we really don't want to walk away from football. So we're playing our hearts we're playing our hearts off this year, every game. Now
2: he was a pretty good pitcher last year, navi e. Yeah, you, uh, you had a pretty. Then you have like some kind of crazy, like scoreless inning straight to start the season.
1: Yeah, it was like 20 innings straight or something. That was pretty good, man. So Tucker, let me ask you this because it's this something we do with each one of our athletes that come on the podcast who play dual sports. We got a lot of guys who come in here and play baseball, football, or you know, football and basketball, football, track and field, nonetheless. I want to put you in a kind of a tough predicament. Which do you prefer to play, and why? Which one do you like to play a bit more?
3: I mean, they're definitely two different sports. But baseball, I mean, that's been my love since day one. Uh, I, like, I like pitching. I like playing shortstop. Um, I like pitching more because I'm more in control of the game. But football just has a different uh, aspect to it. I mean, you got the whole crowd, your whole home crowd cheering you on. Uh, it's intense. It's, it's tackle football. I mean, you have to be intense. Um, but, yeah, there's different aspects of football and baseball that I like. But baseball is my my first love.
2: You guys, this Shippensburg program has had some really impressive seasons uh, going back. And I know there was a time, it seemed like, I think, what, about two seasons ago where you guys had a little bit of an off-season for you guys. And now you're back here again. Um, You know, you're 8-3 and now, I think, and and doing well again. And, you know, I I know it's a, you get almost like a small-town feel when you go out to Shippensburg game, Nebby. What's it like, you know, being a Shippensburg Greyhound? What's it like being a part of this program? And how has this program been able to find the success it's had over the past few years?
3: Well, you can ask any of the youth uh, teams, youth players. Everyone wants to play for Shippensburg High School football. You grow up wanting to uh, play in those games and win win games for your team. And I think it really, really shows that our coaches have developed a program over the years where uh, they come develop you from middle school on and you really just become overall great player and overall great person in the process.
2: I mean, are we you know, what do you think makes it, makes the program special?
0: I mean, for the longest time, it's just been, like, a great – the coaches have just been winning games left and right. Like, I don't know. It's a, it's really just a winning atmosphere, honestly, whenever you come in. And like Tucker said, as a kid, you just want to – you would just want to go play high school football for the grounds.
2: Yeah, never. they've had some – they've had some, like, you know – one loss seasons and stuff like that. Some really really good seasons since I've been here. I've been here about seven years and they've had Cody Gustafson. They've had Nick Gustafson. Um, you know, they had, I mean, Tucker and Irby and, you know, Mari Kerr and those guys and Trey Caters. They've had some solid players, but really probably out of that whole run, I think kind of like the only super prospect you guys had was Anthony Smith. You guys, I think, do it in a different way where you have good players, but you know, maybe you don't have the The four star recruits, uh does that change sort of like the team dynamic and 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 how you guys are getting it done? Or or what is it you know, you guys what is it that allowed you guys to get it done maybe when you're playing some of these other teams with maybe some higher rated players and stuff like that?
3: Well, like you said, we don't really have a number one player or whatever. We're all weapons. Um and we I think we utilize them very well. Our coaches uh going throughout the season, we've tried to utilize everything we had, all our weapons and uh offensively and defensively, uh, you look at us and we're uh pretty solid throughout. So I mean it's all a team effort. There's no like individual players.
2: You know, I do want to say though, Anthony Smith was the real deal, right? I, I read yeah, guys this probably won't surprise you guys, but I <laughs> man, I read that um during the um preseason workouts when the NFL scouts were going through Minnesota, they were asking about the big guy over there and they were like, Well that's he's a freshman. Now, we're talking about anthony yeah. smith already you know yes uh he's a freak athlete right what was it like to play with that guy what did you guys see from that guy in your time there
3: i mean he's just a massive man he plays all sports plays a lot of sports uh he's a, he's a fun guy to be around but yeah he's just massive
2: i don't know if uh coach uh admit this to you guys but he comes to media day probably going into anthony's sophomore season and i said uh you know, hey, what about that big kid? He's a freshman. I saw him have like seven sacks Because he Red lanes. He's like, I think he I think he's gonna be a basketball player. I said, No, coach. <laughs> coach Fast. I said, That guy, that guy is is a, a defensive end or something at the next level. And you guys got a special one. So he's the real deal. But you know what? I watch you guys, man, and, and and I've been impressed with you guys uh from afar. And uh I think it's like I said, I think it's just a fun atmosphere in Nebby. It's a fun program. Hey, we got to get you guys a new stadium, right?
1: Yeah, we've been waiting for one of them for a while. Yeah, we, we need a new stadium with some tick marks and some five-yard lines on there so we can know where the football <laughs> is at. <laughs> Make it a bit easier to tally your, your stats.
0: They've been trying for years, but it just won't go through the board.
2: Hey, eventually they got to get it done because you know what? You got great athletes out there. You got good athletes, you know, Tucker Chamblers, Irby Wellers, and Anthony Smith, and they're going out there and they're winning games on Friday night. Town turns out, Nevy. The, the, the few games I covered there had a really good atmosphere, and uh, the kids deserve, you know, a nice stadium and stuff. You guys will miss the old stadium because it has its charm in certain ways, yes. but but you know, Shippensburg deserves a nice stadium. So,
1: Brian, you alluded to a lot of great points, and I was going to bring up the Anthony Smith uh, deal as well. But we'll be right back, fellas, after a brief word with our sponsor, Pinnacle Health and UPMC.
0: The UPMC Sports Medicine Experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash med to learn more.
1: Brian, you mentioned Anthony Smith, who's a University of Minnesota uh, gopher now. His six 6'8", what, 280-pounder, wreaked havoc in the mid-pen all season last year across his career in basketball and in football. Um, And fellas, you know, he he did a lot for you, like Brian mentioned. Um, So coming into media day this year, Brian, uh, one of the questions we asked Coach Faust was, you know, we we send out our surveys, our preseason surveys each year. We asked him how he thought that uh, Shippensburg was going to fare in the Colonial and in the Mid-Penn this year after having an undefeated season last year before losing to Cedar Cliff. And he told me, we'll be just fine. And you guys have been just fine. So sort of talk to us about, that adjustment first and foremost, right? But also what that feeling is like coming up on top against Cedar Cliff, who knocks you out not only in football, but in basketball too. I covered that basketball game when you guys lost to them in the mid-pen last year when everyone thought that Shippensburg was going to go blow past Cedar Cliff in basketball too.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, last year we really utilized Anthony a lot, and uh, we knew this year going into the season we were going to have to change. um, I mean – Defensively, a lot of people had to step up, but offensively, uh, we kind of spread our offense out a little bit more, and uh, I mean, right now it's kind of working for us. Uh, we don't really use the tight end as much anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. We're really spreading it out, so
1: Yeah, also,
0: Anthony was just a different breed, like on defense, all that pressure in the backfield that he <laughs> provided for us, it's just like it was just it just changed the whole um, outcome of
1: lots of different games. Brian talked about the environment at Shippensburg. We had uh, Finn Furmanac, who's State College's quarterback, on here uh, last week. And he talked to us about, you know, how special it is growing up in State College and playing football there. And I get the same vibe and atmosphere when I'm in Shippensburg, too. So I kind of want to ask you guys what your career has been like and what 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 it was like growing up in that program and actually putting on that uniform and playing for the Greyhounds on Friday nights. Uh, I can talk from my perspective,
3: uh, starting at quarterback last year, first game against Hershey, there was a lot of nerves going to that game because uh, I knew how much weight was on my shoulders with such a great program. But uh, once I got into the game, it and I all just, like, went away. All the pressure went away, and I was just playing the game I love. So, I mean, there's definitely a different atmosphere in Shippensburg. Uh, when we play at home, it's definitely great. The whole crowd comes, whole town of Shippensburg, and uh, they really just support us throughout everything. And we like to think of it as uh, teams have to come and play us on our field, even though it might not be the best field, might not be the best conditions. They have to come and play their game and we play ours. And uh, most of the time it comes out in our favor.
0: Yeah, from when we were little, it's just like watching all the high schoolers. And like, I personally, I wanted to be Cody Gus whenever I grew up. And like, it's just a different feeling whenever you actually get into the game. It just it's awesome. That guy's a, we
2: had Cody on the podcast. That guy's a baller, man. So you guys look, you guys are in these playoffs and, and, and you're right now, like I said, we're going to, you're going to play Solanco, you know, this week. And then you know, if you can win that game, you get the Gettysburg, a Calico winner. Uh, there's some tough games here, but you know, I think you guys have a shot here. I mean, maybe to get to this district title game, I mean, how are you guys approach, you know, approaching the rest of, Whatever you got left here.
3: We're definitely taking it one game at a time. Uh, we're not going to be, we're not gonna back down a single time, any game. Uh, whoever our opponent is, we're going to play to the best of our abilities.
1: You got to beat the best to be the best. I kind of want to ask you, fellas, because, you know, it's something we kind of talked about with Finn last week, too. I know I keep referring to our last podcast. Nonetheless, um, most times great seasons are one in the offseason, right? So, like, what are some of the offseason workouts like for y'all at Shippensburg for example, last year when you had that really big under 50 season, this year you're what 8 and 3 now, um which is a fairly good record. Um and you guys were like the number 8 seed coming into the the these playoffs here. But what what were those workouts like and what are some challenges or obstacles you may have faced that you've overcome and when you started to really click and get things going here?
3: Yeah, I mean, in the off season we're all playing different sports, but uh we're still we're still getting footballs out. We're still throwing around, tossing around and working on our connections. Uh weight room is really big. Uh we really hit the weight room, speed training, whatever it is. Brought people in to help us with that, but uh, yeah, I mean, we we went into seven on sevens uh, against other teams over the summer, and I mean, we don't really practice, but it's it's mm-hmm. more like a team morale development. So coming to the season, we're all we're all a brotherhood from the start. So
1: I think that really helps. Mm-hmm. So aside from football and baseball, who were Tucker Chamberlain and Irby Weller at Shippensburg High? What is it that you guys do? I mean. Are you a part of any organizations, any clubs? Uh, what's it like walking down the hallways as these guys? <laughs> uh, some people like to
3: think of us as like the goofy guys. Uh, I mean, me and erby we're, we're not just cousins. We're best friends. We do. We do everything together. Uh, uh, we're part of National Honor Society. We, we get good grades. Uh, uh, we're part of a volleyball club at our school that we started. That's pretty big with the boys in our, because uh, we don't have men's volleyball, so we started a club there, so that's something we like doing throughout the school year. Uh Irby, what you can say something. About I don't have to talk the
0: whole time. <laughs> yeah, volleyball is super fun for us. It's just every flex, pretty much. We just go down there and have, like, as the, what's the, what we look forward to in the day, other than going to football <laughs> practice, of course.
1: Yeah, I love volleyball myself, man. I grew up a multiple athlete too. I mean, I, I played basketball in high school at Harrisburg, but off the record, too. Played a lot of volleyball and things of that sort. Um, so that's that's pretty neat that you started kind of your own intramural in high school, to so to
2: speak. You know what else loved love volleyball? Michael Parsons loved volleyball. Yeah, volleyball's a fun sport. <laughs> he, used to sw- he used to swear he could play. See, we didn't have uh, a boys' volleyball in, in South Carolina, when, where I'm from. So we didn't have that. We didn't have field hockey either. Field hockey doesn't exist down there. It's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what is it is, though? And it's pretty fun. Uh, well, not in South Carolina, but in Florida. We had a uh, girls flag football. And that was like, just like, you know, Shippensburg, go play Cedar Cliff. Be, they just, they have a season. It's in the spring. And, uh, and it gets pretty, they get pretty violent out there.
1: <laughs> Fellas, I want to ask you this. You're both seniors here. Cousins, brothers on the field and brothers off, right? This is your last go around. How do you anticipate on ending this thing, man? How do you go out with a bang and, put together the best last season that you'll ever have with one another on the field, on a gridiron. Definitely going out every single play, extending mm-hmm. the play, running
3: those stats up, uh, doing whatever we can, just having fun in the moment. Really got to take it in, uh, especially last game. I I took a moment before the game to just like look around, take it in, and just know this could be my last game, so don't let
0: it happen. Basically what I kept telling myself. Yeah, it'd just be great. I mean, we've never had a district title win, so like just to see that banner up in our gym or whatever, it would just be so cool.
2: Herbie, are you trying to? Are you trying to play the next level? Have you heard from anyone, or how's that
0: going? Yeah, I'm trying to play either, either football or baseball. I'm not sure which yet.
2: Have you heard from any schools on either?
0: Yeah, some schools, like local, like Ship and Millersville.
2: What are you hearing the most for, baseball or football?
0: Well, for Millersville, it was. Football and possibly baseball, and then ship for football.
2: What's your, what's your, what you like, 6'2, 190 right now? 6'3,
0: 170. See, so you guys, you know, go check him out because I mean, Irby's
2: put up some of the better receiving stats in the mid-pin the last two years. So, you know, he's definitely worth checking out for college.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And any, any offer, any interest, like we talk about on this podcast all the time is well worth it because a lot of people don't understand that playing a collegiate sport, playing, you know, basketball or football at the next level is an opportunity that can never be taken for granted. I don't care if it's JUCO, D3, D2, D1, you're, you're getting a, a chance to do something that not many people can say that they did. Right. Um, nonetheless, this is something we do to close out each and every single week, fellas. We ask you as athletes, but also human beings who've, who've juggled both sports and academics for four years now, and even prior to that, in middle school and elementary school, what words of advice would you leave for all the kids here in the Keystone State of Pennsylvania and nationwide listening to this high school football report podcast about uh, recruitment, about you know juggling both school and your ac- and, and, and your athletics, and overall just trying to become the best person that you can be?
3: I mean, for me, I've really gotten through these uh, years growing up in high school and everything through uh jesus christ i mean he's he helps me through everything uh praying all the time going to church it really it gives you a sense of calmness because you know god has a plan for your life uh but yet yeah, mm. sports wise you definitely got to put the work in nothing comes unearned so you re- you really got to put the work in and do everything you can to win uh but most importantly have fun but winning even more fun
0: Yeah, I'd say just hard work throughout everything, grind through it all, and then just uh, believing in Jesus, that he's got your back in whatever you may do. Like, me and Tucker's favorite verse both is Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that just, like, keeps us going in the day and through the rest of our lives.
1: Yeah, that's one of my favorite verses too, fellas. Very well said. You guys seem to be ahead of your time and come from good backgrounds and family dynamics. So kudos to both of you. And... Continue doing the great work that you're doing. Faith without works is dead, you know. So always keep that in the back of your mind, and just know that whatever you're doing will obviously come into fruition. It's already written.
2: Before we go, do you guys have any good Eric foul stories? I know you got to have some Eric
1: (laughs) foul. Uh, I mean, when
3: uh, we we do something good at practice or in the games, you can always see him over there. He's putting his hands together. He's he's uh, rubbing them back and forth, and uh, it just shows how. How dedicated to the game of football he is! It's uh, definitely a
2: great coach. You got? I know you guys got better ones than that. You just don't want to hit any gas <laughs> or anything this week. Yeah, we. Do. <laughs> that, that that's probably a smart answer. So,
0: I'm gonna say yeah, one I, that he probably doesn't want me to say.
2: <laughs> yeah, you might not want to. You might not want to cut cut any extra laps this week. So,
1: I will say this, and I'll admit <laughs> this, Brian. I only met uh, Coach Faust last year. Um. I met him actually at the Little Brown Jug Classic that you had against uh, Big Spring. And um, in a win, Coach Faust is a a phenomenal guy to talk to. But I've spoken to Coach Faust after a loss, too. And he may be a bit intimidating. But overall, you guys have an amazing coach who's uh, thoroughly immersed in helping you guys to be the best team that you can possibly be. So, again, kudos to you and the program at Shippensburg and continue striving.
2: All right, listen. Before you guys go, one last thing. Solanco's the one seed here. You guys got me on Cedar Cliff. I'm gonna take you this week and I'll pick them. So I need you to help me pick up this game. We got you. Okay. We can hold y'all to that. I'm going. I'm going to call. I'm going to call you guys uh, if you don't do it. So
1: <laughs> better get after them. Well, Brian, it looks like we have a, another episode here in the books. That was Irby Weller and Tucker Chamberlain of Shippensburg, two seniors, two brothers, cousins, whom uh, I didn't know about. But fellas, we really appreciate you uh, coming on here and providing your insight and the great conversation. Thank you,
2: Nebby, If I'm not on here next week, guys, <laughs> I got my I got my Powerball <laughs> ticket. Me cash. So.
1: Yeah, man. We're gonna be out on the island, right? Or
2: either I got half of Neby's because he. he we gotta legally bind the contract right now. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go watch Lamar Jackson. You guys go watch Lamar Jackson play the Saints here. Uh great to talk to you guys. Uh, good to catch up. Nebby. I'll talk, talk to you. Talk to soon. you
1: soon, my brother. Thank you again, Tucker Irby.
0: The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash SportsMed to learn more.